calling all partners. Losing weight is better together with Nutrisystem's Partner Plan. In fact, people who diet together lose 20% more weight than dieting on their own. Get new premium meals with up to 30 grams of protein. They're big and filling and taste delicious. Plus, try our new restaurant faves that taste like your favorite restaurant portioned with half the calories. Don't wait. You could win big cash during Nutrisystem's Better Together Partner Plan 100K giveaway. And maybe win the grand prize of $25,000. Just go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off your first month. You heard me right. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off. Don't wait. This partner plan offer will not last long. Just go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin. See website for details on our two-month subscription offer. No purchase necessary. Open only to U.S. residents over 21. Void where prohibited. Runs December 25 through April 4th, 2022. For official rules, visit Nutrisystem.com. Sponsored by Nutrisystem, Inc. Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the AdiZero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. You're listening to Wellness Talk with your host, George Batista. Welcome to the show, everyone. This is George. I'm glad you could be with us this week. This is uh, Wellness Talk, as always, the show that goes over the latest in health, healing, nutrition, fitness, and everything natural that uh, we can do to live a long and healthy life. Uh, Anyone can listen to this show, as always, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or you're an athlete or you just want to maintain health, or even if you have a condition that you're looking to either try to uh, manage or help reverse. Uh, hopefully we'll have some answers here for you. As always, this show is for educational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illness, and it is not to be a substitute for professional medical advice of any kind. So those of you who want to make major changes in health, always consult your physician. And we've got some good articles this week. Uh, if you want to check out those articles, I usually post them uh, about a you know a day or two after I do the show, so you can uh, check them out on Facebook. Those of you who are on Facebook, which is pretty much everybody at this point, um, <clears throat> the uh, Facebook page is uh, facebook.com forward slash wellness talk. And if you want to speak with me, you can either ans- uh, ask me some questions on Facebook or you can uh, also just uh, go to my website, georgebatista.com, where I do consulting. And, uh, you know, ask me some questions there. And if I can, I'll read them over the air or I'll just reply to you, um, you know, over the email or stuff like that. Okay, let's start off this week. Uh, Well, we're going to actually do some posts this week that come from mainstream uh, science, which is uh, unbelievable. And many of you, if you're if you've been keeping up with uh, the news, um, there was a, uh, a new article, a new study that came out, and this is actual, again, this was mainstream science is actually um, starting to see the value in multivitamins. Now, those of you who 
listen to the show on a regular basis know how I feel about multivitamins and uh, I feel that they're very important. Um, it's a very important part of your health and wellness program. Well, this, uh, <clears throat> this uh, article is multivitamins could uh, cut cancer risk in men, the study finds. So I'm going to go over this a little bit. I'm going to tell you why I think it is important, but I'm also going to tell you um, the problem I have with it. And you'll see as I go. First of all, uh, a new study of almost 15,000 men, I'm quoting here, 15,000 men over uh, 50 suggest that popping that uh, daily supplement could cut cancer rates by 8%. Now they're they're citing in the study that you know there you know so many people uh, you know on a regular basis actually take multivitamins. So um, and here's what they found. Now uh, again, this is quoting first the new study randomly assigned men to two groups: one which took a daily Centrum Silver, while the other took a placebo pill. And second, it followed the men who were 65 years old um, on average over 11 years, a longer follow-up than previous studies and sufficient time for cancer to develop. So this is one of the longest studies they've done as far as multivitamins um, because they want to see, <clears throat> they want to see, you know, cancer rates. Um, and the previous studies have been too short to see what kind, if cancer has developed later on. So <clears throat> they, um, they found that those consuming uh, regular multivitamins uh, over that period actually cut their risk of developing cancer by 8%. So this was interesting. Now, this is what is, uh, again, uh, some more of this article says, so if a multivitamin prevents cancer because it provides a mix of nutrients similar to food, why not just eat more fruits and vegetables? Diets high in fruits and vegetables have been shown in observational studies to reduce the incidence of cancer and other chronic diseases. Sadly, only 1.5% of the public gets the recommended daily allowance of fruits and vegetables, according to um, this person here from Yale Prevention Research Center, which is Dr. Katz. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to tell you why this is important and why this is good. Because, number one, the mainstream... Uh, medical community is finally acknowledging multivitamins because in many previous studies they've, sh they've said all oh, that multivitamins are no good and they don't do nothing. They're a, wa they're a waste of time and all this type of stuff. And, you know, they do similar stuff to all the other vitamins out there, but they've actually been forced to acknowledge this, which is good. Now, <clears throat> so that's, that's one thing. Now I'm going to tell you the issues that I have with this. Number one, my first question was, of course, because those of you who know this show like know that I like to do my homework on this stuff. Why? Oh, excuse me. What multivitamin did they use? Well, <clears throat> they used Centrum Silver. Now, those of you probably, I mean, most of you probably know Centrum because Centrum is the actual. It's the largest and the biggest selling multivitamin in the United States. And, you know, the most popular, and obviously mostly because it's been promoted heavily. But here's the problem I have with this. Centrum Silver, if you do the homework on it, you realize what, act, what Centrum Silver and Centrum Supplements actually contain. Centrum actually contains <clears throat> many supplements, and I think it's maybe about 
maybe I'd say eight or nine, uh, eight or nine ingredients that are synthetic. So, for example, just to rattle off a few things that Centrum contains, it contains um, <clears throat> FDNC Blue Number Two, which is a dye. It, it contains hydrogenated palm oil. Uh, it contains cyanocobalamin, which those of you who know the show know that cyanocobalamin is the cheap form of B12, which has to be detoxified by the body first and turns into a cyanide molecule before it can turn into the methylcobalamin that the actual body can use. So that's a waste of energy. Uh, it also contains sodium benzoit. It contains polyethylene glycol, which is a derivative of antifreeze. It contains uh, uh, sucrose and talc. And uh, that's just... Oh, and, and one of the biggest things that it contains um, is titanium dioxide. Now, <clears throat> titanium dioxide has actually uh, been shown to be... Uh, it's, it's, it was recently classified by the International Agency of Research on Cancer as a group 2B carcinogen, possibly carcinogenic to humans. So the people who make Centrum are using essentially a carcinogen in their vitamins. So now, here, here's, uh, you know, and, and following my logic is going on this, they're using this type of multivitamin in a study, and even with this multivitamin that contains all these ingredients, because I have to understand, I would never touch this, that it still, it still reduces a person's chances uh, or a man's chances of getting uh, cancer by 8%. Now, my question is, what if they used a really high-grade multivitamin? What if they used a multivitamin that actually works very well in your body? What if they use a very high quality or even a whole food multivitamin? What do you think the, the, um, the benefits would be if they did that, right? So you have to think about that because uh, I would, you know, in, as far as the way, the, way I, the way I am, I would never put anything that is synthetic in my body as far as vitamins go. My, my, you know, the vitamins that I use are very high quality. Many of them are whole food. And they are in, riddle, in, in, in the form that the body can use. And that's the type of vitamins you want to use, the forms that the body can readily use. And they do not have to detoxify uh, anything before they use them. Because what happens is if the body has to detoxify something before it readily uses it, you're using energy. You're using energy, energy to do that. So your body is not going to be able to use everything the way it's supposed to be done because it has to detoxify first. So that's one of the problems. Now, here's the other issue. Centrum, <clears throat> for those of you who don't know, is manufactured by Pfizer. That's right. It's manufactured by Pfizer. It's made by Pfizer. Pfizer is a pharmaceutical company. Now, if you know anything about Pfizer, you know that Pfizer is a very, one of the biggest pharmaceutical companies out there. They make pharmaceutical drugs. And yes, Pfizer is in the vitamin business. Now, interesting to note here on this study... Pfizer, um, it says on the bottom here, a little, I guess a little disclaimer that they, that they found here, the Centrum Silver used in the study was provided by the manufacturer of Pfizer, but Pfizer did not fund the study. So <laughs> Pfizer is not funding a study that says that their own multivitamin is actually good. And I don't know if it's because Pfizer just doesn't want to be part of any, uh, does not want to be a part of this, but 
you know, Pfizer does you know, at the end of the day, even though they want to make money on their multivitamins, they don't want to actually admit that their multivitamins actually may be a little bit good for people in a small aspect of it. But anyway, these are just things that you need to think about when you're looking at vitamins and when you see stories like this. Um, again, yes, it is good in a way because it is touting the benefits of multivitamins. But at the end of the day, when you look at what they're using, which they can use so many high-grade multivitamins to do a study like this, but which they won't. They won't because, you know, it's just, it's, it, um, they, they want to use the cheaper form of vitamin. And um, I think it's, I think they do, do a disservice when they do this type of study with low-grade ingredients. So, um, just my take on this whole thing. But again, um, it only took them how many years to to actually realize the benefits of multivitamins, just something to think about. And along those lines, a new study, again, this is from mainstream science on cholesterol. Well, let's see what it says here. It says, heart smart, some, some simple dietary changes might improve blood cholesterol, blood pressure and cholesterol levels. Well, <clears throat> Let's quote this. The American Heart Association science sessions in September adding, says that adding more yogurt to your diet without increasing the number of calories you, you eat may help lower your risk of high blood pressure. Other research presented at the AHA session showed that people who cooked with a blend of sesame and rich bran oils saw a significant drop in blood pressure and improved cholesterol levels. Now, the study conducted in New Delhi, India, divided 300 people with mild to moderately high blood pressure into three groups. The first group was treated with uh, the blood pressure-lowering medication nifedipine. The second group uh, was given the oil blend and told to use about an ounce each, yeah, about an ounce each day in meals. And the third group was actually uh, given both at the same time. So they were given the oil blend and the actual uh, blood pressure-lowering medication. All three groups saw drops in the top number or the systolic reading of their blood pressure. Systolic measures the force against your artery walls when your heart is beating. So that's what that is. Those using only the oil blend saw a drop in systolic uh, pressure by an average of 14 points. Those using the medication saw a drop of 16 points. And those using both saw 36-point drop in blood pressure. So, again, this is mainstream science. So another article is showing that actual dietary changes can, but of course, you know, they threw the blood, you know, the blood pressure medication in there because they have to do that. Now, let's, again, my question on this and, and my, in, my take on this is this. They're using, the ones who saw a 36-point uh, uh, pressure drop were using both. They were using blood pressure medication, and they were using the oils that they provided. Now, what if you use the oils and you combined it with exercise, consistent aerobic exercise or anaerobic exercise, and you combine that with a, uh, with, let's say, I don't know, just throw it out there, a superfood smoothie, maybe once or twice a day, or you combine that with your fruits and vegetables on a, on a regular basis, and you combine that with an organic diet on a regular basis, maybe some really good sprouted whole grains, 
or maybe, and maybe you combine that with a good multivitamin. What do you think the what do you think the um, the effect would be on blood pressure at that point? What if you combine it with fish oils, good fish oils, maybe DHA, maybe a thousand milligrams of fish oil? What would happen then? You see where I'm going with this? They they do these tests or they do these studies on this, and they use these things in isolation. They use um, you know just one nutrient and then they combine it with a medication or they use one medication and they combine it with something else and then they use the placebo or whatever it is but at the end of the day you know of course they don't take they don't factor in lifestyle they don't factor in all these other things that can be used because you know uh i mean again i don't know who sponsors this study but i i just want to point out that yes this is good and it only took them how many years to start coming out with things like this, which is something those of us in the health community have known for decades and, and help people on a regular basis with it. But if it can be combined with things you can do naturally, you know, my opinion is why would you need, why would you need to go on a drug? Now, yes, if your blood pressure is to the point where it's very dangerously high, and you need to bring it down right away, then yes, I can see the justification for using blood pressure medication to uh, bring it down to a point. But again, my opinion is that you would use that on a temporary basis to get your blood pressure down to a more normal point where then you can actually start to do these other things to normalize your blood pressure and use the things that your body would actually, can actually use and you can you know, do on a regular basis instead of using a drug that, cause, that causes all different types of side effects. Because once you start using these drugs, you have to remember that when you're using these drugs, it's kind of like a credit card. You're using it, you're, you're, you're buying time. You're, you're basically using a credit card. But, if, uh, but again, at some point, those of you who know, when you use a credit card, it comes time to pay it off. You've got to pay it off. So get to the source of the problem. Mainstream medicine likes to treat blood pressure as a disease and a blood pressure in and of itself if you really look at it and you look at the science blood pressure is a symptom of something it is it is a symptom that the body is telling you that there's something going on now blood pressure can be up for a different number of reasons it can go up from you know stress can cause blood pressure to go up um, high triglycerides hyperlipidemia can cause blood pressure to go up um, you know, uh, blockages in the, in, in the arteries and, and it can, can cause it to go up. Um, you know, issues with the kidneys and, and high fructose consumption leading to a buildup of uric acid can cause blood pressure to go up. All these things, you know, can play a part in blood pressure. But, you know, many doctors out there don't look at this. They don't look at, they don't address these, these types of issues. And that's why you have you know, nutritionists and holistic doctors who actually sit down with you and try to find out what it is and what could have been causing it. But anyway, that's just my input on this. But um, at least, again, it's being addressed. So, you know, people out there, you know, maybe there's something they can look to um, to help them if they're having an issue. All right, next. <clears throat> Those of you who eat uh, <clears throat> fruits on a regular basis... Uh, don't throw away those peels. This is from Mike Adams, Natural News. We're going to talk about uh, oranges and citrus fruits. And, and this is going to be a little bit of a bigger um, story I'm going to use. I'm going to cover a couple of stories with this. Now, 
I'm going to quote this from Natural News. One of the most promising uh, flavonoids. Citrus fruits have long have been uh, had a reputation for high concentrations of helpful nutrients like vitamin C and other things. But many people don't know that the highest concentrations of these beneficial compounds and flavonoids are actually found in the citrus peel of these fruits. Not just in the actual fruit itself, but it's in the peel of the fruit. Now, one of the most uh, promising of these flavonoids, it's called naringenin. Naringenin, I hope I'm saying this right. Naringenin, which occurs in all citrus fruits and in tomato peel. Studies have shown that naringenin and related citrus flavonoids can repair DNA damage that leads to cancer. So this is actually in the peel of the citrus fruit. And naringenin has also restored normal levels of triglyceride and cholesterol levels in animal studies, as well as restoring healthy blood sugar levels. So this is great. Those of you who are eating your citrus fruits, this is good because this is just a part of of what's going what's going on um, and, and now you have to understand that the actual fruit itself contains a certain amount of the compound but actually the peel contains even more which was very interesting a lot of people see that the white stuff you know, behind those types of peels you know people don't even really think about it when they when they um, when they're peeling an orange and stuff like that but they're throwing away a lot of the nutrients Another thing you can find, and this is from Byron Richards, it's along the same lines. Another thing you can find in the peels of apples and many fruits is quercetin. Those of you who hear my show on a regular basis know I talk a lot about quercetin, which is, quercetin is a flavonoid and it has anti-cancer properties. It's an actual, it's a, it's also a natural antihistamine. Those of you who have allergies and different types of things can use quercetin for more of the mild allergies but it's it's very good and it's also a anti-inflammatory it's a it's a um it helps you with different types of infections it's good for the liver it's got a whole bunch of array of of benefits that you can use but it's also um very much again anti-cancer and i'm quoting from here byron richards the intelligence in every cell of your body is called nf kappa b now this is NF-kappa-B, just so you guys know, is how the cells communicate in your body, okay? So this is the signals, uh, you know, this is the gene signal figures out how the cell uh, will deal with stress and come up with new solutions that it hasn't previously seen. So this is how the cells communicate with each other and come up with the ways that they can actually help to deal with inflammation in the body, okay? It's called NF-kappa-B. Now, um... Uh, so, uh, a detailed study with liver cancer cells showed that quercetin uh, directly turned down NF-kappa B activity, thereby interfering with the hijacking process. You got to remember that uh, cancer in your body is basically a hijacking of the cells, and it's a hijacking of the NF-kappa B activity. So, when you have inflammation like cancer and a hijacking or any type of inflammation, NF-kappa B goes up to help deal with that stress and to deal with it. So quercetin actually helps to bring this down. And um, furthermore, quercetin directly turned, turned on a different set of gene signals that induced cell death to the cancer cells. So now one of the things that quercetin does that is, that is, that I believe I think is one of the best things about this is that quercetin in and of itself has been shown in tests and in studies to actually be able to tell the difference between a cancer cell 
and a... Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the AdiZero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a nature show host. In the native habitat of a suburban driveway, the poor victim of a broken windshield is left assessing his vehicle utterly helpless. Well, not true. If he's got GEICO, he can file a claim online, over the phone, or with his handy mobile app. But like a lone gazelle, he'll suddenly be left to fend for himself, awaiting his terrible fate. Nope. GEICO will assign him a designated claims team to help him out, too. So the gazelle gets his car fixed and everything. Wow. Nature is so cool. GEICO. Great service, without all the drama. Regular cell. This is something that chemotherapy and that, um, that radiation and all these types of things cannot do. Okay, so it tells the difference between the cells and it actually can kill, it can actually help or help to kill a cancer cell or, or get um, or call programmed cell death or apoptosis. But, it, but it, it helps to do that without harming the cells around it. There are no mainstream drugs, uh, at least to this point, that can do that. And this is a natural flavonoid that can help do this. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to quote a little bit more of this. Um, Cigarette smoke is known to cause breast cancer. Using new gene tools, it is now possible to see how nicotine activates genes in breast cancer cells that result in this problem. Another new study shows that quercetin turns off the very gene signal that cigarette smoke turns on. This is especially good news for those who are exposed to secondhand smoke on a regular basis. So it's not even those who are smoking, those who are actually in a room with people who smoke. Also, you know, Secondhand smoke is just as is just as dangerous as you know smoking you know smoking directly. So this is good. Quercetin also helps with that as well. And <clears throat> those of you who are more interested in using both uh, you know mainstream mainstream medicine, as in chemotherapy, and a combination of mainstream and um, natural therapies, here's a study for you. Another study shows that a combination of quercetin and a commonly used chemo drug, adriamycin, completely eradicated established breast cancer in an animal model, something that neither compound could do by itself. Quercetin promoted a sustained and effective immune system response against the chemo-treated tumor. So, again, this is another thing that's found in the peels and in your citrus fruits, but especially in the peels. And apple peels have a very high concentration of quercetin. So, naringenin, quercetin, these things are huge in the peels of the citrus fruits. My suggestion to those of you who want to get some of the benefits of this, scrape out some of the peel and put it in a smoothie. Okay, blend it up in a smoothie. I mean, instead of just eating, I mean, you can actually eat it as well, maybe take some bites of it. But my suggestion would be to blend it up in some kind of smoothie. And I think, um, <clears throat> excuse me, you'll get the benefits of this, uh, of these compounds. So this is good news uh, for that. Okay, next, we're going to talk about yoga to boost your mood. Well, those of you who listen to this show know that I am a certified yoga instructor. And I believe yoga is one of the best uh, things you can do to help just would uh, just to keep yourself as healthy as possible. 
Well, this talks about yoga um, and how yoga boosts your mood and how and how it works. <clears throat> I'm quoting here. For those of you uh, who know about yoga, you know that uh, yoga can create an immediate change in your mood by improving alignment, increasing blood flow, and instilling a state of relaxation. By the way, this comes from Wellness Times. A recent study published in the Inter International Journal of Yoga showed that yoga postures not only reduce stress, anxiety, and depression, but they also enhance one's overall quality of life. So this is, this is another study on yoga. I mean, there's so many studies that come out on yoga. It's unbelievable. And um, this is, <clears throat> the person who they were uh, talking about here, her name is Angela Wilson, she says that you, doing yoga brings you into a state of balance, which translates into being less likely to be knocked off your seat when something challenging in life happens. And it also soothes your nervous system. Now, also, yoga modulates the stress response by quieting uh, physiological arousal, uh, reducing heart rate, lowering blood pressure, and cortisol, your, which is your stress hormone, and levels and your cortisol levels and smoothing out respiration. Now, a study published in the Journal of the Association of Physicians of India suggested that consistent yoga practice decreased blood pressure and cholesterol in addition to improving subjective well-being. So, <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about uh, maybe a couple of. Uh, a couple of poses that actually help with the lifting of your mood. So, you know, we have a lot of people on antidepressants. You know, antidepressants is such a huge, uh, such a huge uh, issue these days, and there's so many people on them. It's such, a, and these drugs are are biggest selling drugs out there. You know, a lot of people don't realize that they can boost their mood in more natural ways, like yoga. B vitamins and nutrients and things like that. But let's just take a look at a couple of things. Those of you who want to just start off very simple. Um, one of the best uh, poses in yoga, and it may sound like nothing, and it may look like nothing, it's called Savasana. Now, this is uh, what's called corpse pose. Now, what you do is you lie on your back, and you let your, um, let your legs and your arms fall open and turned out. You release the back of your neck. You soften your forehead eyes, jaw, and your tongue, and you just close your eyes, and you let your breathing be effortless, and you stay in this pose for at least five minutes, at least five minutes. That's, that's what you want, because um, this alone is going to, it's almost like a meditation, and, and it, it's not really, I mean, it, it's very similar to a meditation when you're lying on a floor. Now, those of you who are starting this uh, for the first time, <laughs> could probably fall asleep because that's what used to happen to me every time I would go into this type of pose. But that's okay. That's okay because the whole point of this is to relax you. So after a hard day's work, those of you who want to get into a savasana pose, just do it for five minutes, and it's it's beautiful. Another pose that you can do is called a camel pose, and this is uh, <clears throat> this pose. You kneel. You, you picture yourself in a kneeling position with um, <clears throat> with your uh, knees hip distance apart and your toes pointing back. Now what you do is you press the tops of your feet firmly to the floor. You draw your belly in and drop your tailbone down. Then you place your hands on your lower back. Your, finger, your fingertips are going to be facing down towards your buttocks. Okay. Then you squeeze your elbows towards each other. And then you lift your chest up and you kind of 
lift your chest up and then lean a little bit back and you drop your head back. So in other words, you're, you're facing the ceiling, your, head, your, your head's facing the ceiling. And then um, if you're a little more flexible or if that's pretty easy for you, then you drop your hands down. You can drop your hands down to your heels and keep yourselves there. And, you know, those of you with a bad back, obviously you modify this and always work. If you have issues regarding back issues or any type of issues in the body, always work with a qualified instructor when it comes to this. But if you can do that, um, do this pose and stay in this pose for at least 30 seconds to a minute and then breathe. The main thing what you want to do is try to get some nice breaths and they don't have to be strenuous breaths. Okay, You don't want to breathe into the point where you're... You know, trying to suck all this air in. Just breathe normally, but stay into this. Stay in this pose about, I would say maybe, maybe a minute or so, thirty seconds to a minute, or however long you can do it. Um, and then just get out of it. And then my suggestion, um, you know, you can get out of it and then go back into it and do it again and then get out of it. So, if you are dealing with stress and you want to come home, do that pose first. Then after you do that pose, lay down in the, in the first pose that I talked about, Shavasana, for five minutes. And see how that feels after you do it. And I think you will find a big difference in how you feel and how you're dealing with stress, especially if you're doing this every day. So those are my tips, uh, a little bit on how yoga can help you boost uh, mood. And um, I think you'll, you'll get a lot out of this. Okay, uh, next article here. This is, uh, and this is the last article for this week. This is, again, from Wellness Times. This is four foods to help ease digestion. Now, those of you who know, uh, many people have problems with digestion. And we're going to talk a little bit about fermented foods. Now, fermented foods have been around for centuries, and I'm quoting this. But we're now just understanding their role in healthy digestion. Now, just so you know, fermented foods are foods that are, that are made of live bacteria. You know, things similar to yogurt, things like that. But... You know, bacteria always gets a bad name because people associate it with disease. But you have to remember that you have more good bacteria in your body, especially in your digestive tract. You have more, as much good bacteria in your digestive tract than you have in your whole entire body. So your, the good bacteria does so many things and you want to keep that bacteria in balance because if you don't, you end up with issues like candida albicans, yeast infections, um, Bacterial infections, which can wreak havoc on your digestive system, move into your lungs. It can cause problems like, uh, you know, different types of breathing issues. I mean, it, it really lymphatic issues, uh, you name it, it can cause problems. So keeping this bacteria, and, and by the way, just so you know, this is, this is uh, no doubt in my mind, this is the cause of many illnesses out there. Um, you know, just an imbalance of bacteria. Well, let's look at some of at least four fermented foods to include in your diet that helps that have uh, enzymes in it because the fermentation process produces lactic acid and enzymes. And these enzymes have a beneficial effect on the digestive system and the metabolism, uh, you know, of your body. And this is what you want. You want to eat the live foods as much as possible. This is, this is where you're going to get the most benefits. So, the first one is yogurt. Yogurt is the most popular, obviously. Um, <clears throat> but when you when you're buying yogurt, you want to look at you want to look at it. And make sure that it has live cultures and live bacteria. So make sure it, it contains words like active and live, because a lot of the yogurt out there, and I could say 
maybe 80 to 90% of the yogurt out there is pasteurized, which kills the healthy bacteria in the yogurt, making it pretty much useless. Okay, so you want to make sure you get good yogurt. There are some yogurts that use uh, um, that use live bacteria, organic type of um, nutrients in it, grass-fed nutrients in there. Those are the types of um, yogurts you want to consume. Okay, so maybe Greek yogurt, those types of things. But the common cultures in yogurt are lactobacillus bulgaris, lactobacillus acidophilus. These are probiotics, basically. And these will help to keep your bacteria friendly. And they also have vitamins like uh, vitamin B and vitamin B12 and things like that. So that's number one. Number two, kefir. Those of you who are not familiar with kefir, kefir is a, it's, a, it's similar to a yogurt, but it's like a drinkable yogurt, okay? So it's, it's thick. It's in between like a milk and a yogurt, and you drink this. But again, kefir, again, this has been around for a long, for a long time, and it originated in the northern part of the, uh, the, the Caucasus Mountains between the Black and the Caspian Seas uh, in an area renowned for its healthy and long-lived people. Now, kefir is a great option for those with lactose intolerance and works as a probiotic in the intestinal tract. Okay, so it's very good. And actually, your kids will love this too. Kids, because um, it tastes really good. It's good for kids also as far as digestion goes. If, if, if kids are having problems with digestion, if you see your kid is having an issue with digestion, kefir is very good to keep the bacteria in balance. And, um, you know, it's good in the morning or it's good in the evening. So um, check out kefir. Um, and buy it from a, uh, from a store that offers more organic whole foods, and I think you'll like that. The third one is sauerkraut. Again, very popular. Um, it's, sauerkraut is basically a fermented cabbage, and <clears throat> many people believe that sauerkraut is, an anti, uh, is, is very anti-cancer. There's been studies on this, but you know, there's no foolproof. Um, there hasn't been any really solid science on it, but there is some science that is starting to come out little by little on it, so there's more research that has to be done. But <clears throat> cabbage does have what's called isothiocyanates, and, it's, and this is a compound that's found in cruciferous vegetables. And, it, and uh, this is, you know, fermented cabbage as well. Those of you who get, you know, just want to eat straight cabbage also has these great ca- compounds. Cabbage, cabbage is also excellent for the digestive system with people with H. pylori problems, people who have um, digestive problems or ulcers. Cabbage can help with that as well. Cabbage juice, if you want to juice the cabbage, it's excellent for that. But cabbage can, but sauerkraut, you know, going back to my point, sauerkraut is great and it's rich in nutrients such as vitamin C and um, beneficial lactic acids, very easy to digest, um, so sauerkraut. And the last one is miso. Miso, many, um, <clears throat> miso is basically made from fermented soybeans and barley, and it comes in the form of a paste, but you can also, it comes in soups. You can get a miso soup, a miso dressing, or a miso sauce. It's excellent. It's, it's very good. It's, very, it's used in um, many Japanese cooking, and... It, it provides microorganisms to maintain and promote intestinal health, uh, but you got to be careful not to heat miso, miso to a boiling point because you can kill off the live cultures. Okay, that's one of the things you have to realize. It so, um, but the different types of miso offer different colors and flavors, and it's typically typically the longer the soybean has been fermented, the darker the miso paste will be. So those are things that you can check out when you're looking at miso 
Or again, you can go to a good health food store and get a good miso soup, and it's great for you. Um, so those are just four things you guys can check out as far as foods that help with digestion if you're having digestive problems. Okay. And last, we're going to get a we're going to get to a quick question here from Jennifer, um, and uh, she had a question regarding. Uh, you know, things that she was suffering with. And I'm going to read this. She says, Hi, George. Love your show and get a lot of good info from it. I'm 34 years old and in the last couple of years I've suffered from bronchitis in the winter. Uh, I have been on two courses of antibiotics which, uh, which gets rid of it, but I want to know what I can do to stop it from happening to begin with. I'm also having recent digestive issues which I have heard can be side effects of antibiotics. My question is, is it related... And what do you suggest? Um, well, Jennifer, my opinion, yes, it is related. Um, again, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming you've been, you've, you know, you've, you're on antibiotics, so you've been to your doctor and you've spoken to your doctor. But um, yes, it can be related. Um, now, <clears throat> uh, you're, you're correct uh, as far as anti- if you're taking antibiotics. Obviously, if you've read anything about antibiotics, you know that antibiotics, yes, they kill the bacteria, but they also kill the beneficial bacteria, which is stuff that we've been talking about in this podcast. They kill the beneficial bacteria in your gut as well, leading to more problems. Now, bacteria, I'm assuming if, if you've dealt with this problem for a number of years, you've probably been taking antibiotics for maybe for a longer period of time. I don't know. But if you have... That can lead to an overgrowth of candida. It can lead to um, yeast problems that slowly develop over time. That in and of itself can lead to bronchitis or or even um, just general infection. The reason why is because if you're killing the beneficial bacteria in your gut, you're also compromising part of your immune system. And you have to remember that a good part of your immune system is in the gut. And if that gets compromised... That can lead to a whole host of things, including things like, and the reason I know this is because I've, I suffered with this myself, bronchitis and chronic bronchitis. So that can lead to asthma, bronchitis, and all different types of things. So, um, <clears throat> you know, you really have, and if, you, if you're suffering from this um, during the, uh, in the winter months, which is, you know, which is, can be typical of this type of stuff, then what you want to do, my suggestion would be, um, especially since we're getting to the you know winter, winter months now, my suggestion would be um, going forward, um, even before we get into the winter months, when we start getting into the fall, start to build up your immune system right away. Okay, that's what you know, and that, I even do that myself. When it comes to August or September, I start the buildup of the immune system because I want my immune system to be very strong once I get to those harsh winter months. Because again, you're not outside, you're inside, you're breathing germs from other people, you're, you're not getting as much sunshine. So, you know, going forward, build up your immune system before you get into those winter months. Okay, now, the things you want to do to build the immune system and to help with these issues. Number one, you want to test your vitamin D levels. I don't know if you've tested them, I don't know if your doctors have tested them, but make sure, you know, see if you can go to your doctor, find out where your vitamin D levels are. Because my assumption would be that they're probably on the lower range. So number one, bring up your vitamin D levels in the winter. Um, you want to get them in the middle to the normal range, or maybe even higher than that, and um, that's going to make a big. That's going to probably make one difference. Okay. Number two, you want to address uh, your gut bacteria. Okay. So you want to look at things like um, again things we've talked about: um, 
probiotics. You want to, you know, Lactobacillus plantaris, Lactobacillus bulgaris, those type, acidophilus, high acidophilus. You want to get probiotics into your system right away to start to offset. And I always tell people who are on antibiotics, take a probiotic with it to try to help balance that bacteria because there'll be a big fight that goes on. But if you continue with the probiotics, eventually you can try to get your gut. You know, this is a process. This is not a one-shot deal because you got to remember one or two courses of, of antibiotics can alter your gut for a long period of time. So this is something you have to work on. You have to work on the gut because that'll help to solve the other issues. So, um, probiotics, again, other things like kefir, other things like yogurt, things like digestive enzymes, all those things help with it. And um, if, you, if you may be suffering with a bacterial infection, things like oregano oil. Oregano oil can help kill any bacteria that's in your gut as well. So those are the things I would recommend for the gut, okay, um, along with the vitamin C. If you have a weakness in the bronchial, then you want to look at things like N-acetylcysteine. N-acetylcysteine is excellent uh, because it's a precursor to glutathione, which helps, which is a, which helps to line your bronchioles. It helps to, for you to get a better response when you're dealing with different types of uh, infections that come in. And um, N-acetylcysteine is great for that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, you know, so you want you want to bring up your antioxidants, okay? So N-acetylcysteine. Uh, vitamin C, vitamin E, those things are your antioxidants. You want to boost those up too. So my suggestion overall, okay, test your vitamin D. Make sure it's high or make sure it's at least in the middle of the normal range. Then address your gut bacteria with everything I've suggested, probiotics and, um, and those good types of foods. And then address your immune system in general and address your uh, bronchial issues with N-acetylcysteine and with uh, vitamin C, uh, things like vitamin E, and, um, and those types of things. And if you boost those things up uh, you know, to, to, a good, to a good level, and you start out you know, when you're getting towards the spring months, I mean, I'm sorry, when you're getting towards the fall into the winter, I think you'll find that even if you do get sick, um, it'll maybe pass a lot more quickly. And it won't knock you out like bronchitis can do because I know that feeling of being knocked out with bronchitis for days because, again, I, I was one that suffered with it for a long period of time. Again, due to antibiotic usage, due to gut bacteria problems, it just, it, it's a snowball effect that happens. So those are just some suggestions. I hope that helps you. Anyway, that's it for the show this week. Hope you guys got a lot out of it. Uh, I will be back next week again with some new articles. So until then, have a great week, everyone, and be well. A lot of us are looking for ways to start our day feeling more joy and appreciation. And while some of us write gratitude lists or do yoga, others pour themselves a bowl of their favorite cereal, Honey Nut Cheerios. Because not only are Honey Nut Cheerios delicious, they can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. So maybe the secret to a great mood all day is a little yoga. 
then writing your gratitude list over a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. Learn more about a heart-healthy lifestyle at Cheerios.com. Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the AdiZero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. Pet food bags are covered in pretty pictures of healthy food, but the highly processed pellets inside are far from it. Make the switch to The Farmer's Dog. It's real food made fresh and delivered right to your door. The Farmer's Dog worked with top vets to create ready-to-serve meals using fresh, human-grade meat and vegetables. They contain everything your dog needs to stay healthy and nothing they don't. Go to thefarmersdog.com slash listen to save 50% on your first box with free shipping. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen.